Yeah, I'm very. I think I'm very protective. With yeah, you're more prote- you're more protective yeah. in that way when you've been when you like that person a lot, right? Yeah, you do have a you do you'll protect them even if they're even if your girl's not there or your man's not there, you'd protect them. You'd have to put your friends straight. Say like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I really like this girl. Yeah, like, especially yeah. with guys, I feel like there's mm. kind of like quote locker room talk a bit. Yeah, yeah, that too. That it's kind of like, hey, no, this is my girl. This yeah, isn't some hoe yeah, I'm hooking up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So that was the part I was like, actually, I think mm. you would be more bothered by it if you liked me. Yeah, that's 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 a big one. That's a big one, actually. Yeah, because I've had the opposite. If I was mm. dating someone and mm. then it got back to me, that mm. to his friend, he was like, nah, now nah, we're just hooking up. Like, you know me. It was like Mr. Cool Guy. Mm. Like, I was just some hoe. And that really bothered me and mm. hurt me. And it was after we broke up. But I was just like, oh, is that really how it is? Mm. Like, fuck you. You know, like yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. if I was dating him, I would have dumped him if I yeah, found that out. I would have yeah. been like, no, that's so disrespectful to me. Yeah. Because I know when I'm being a hoe. <laughs> okay? I know when I'm holding it up and I wasn't with you. We exchanged Christmas gifts. Okay? That's not some hoe shit. That's some wifey shit. Okay? That's funny. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your host, Erica Spira. And this week, I brought back a very, very good friend of mine, Chris James, uh, to talk about some Matthew Hussey. So we're going to be doing 11 signs that he is serious about you. And we're getting a male opinion uh, from my good friend, Chris, who is a great, genuine guy. And he's honest uh, in this episode, very honest. So I appreciate him coming on. And also was happy to see him. He is uh, currently based in L.A. So if you are based in L.A. or ever going to L.A. and you want to catch a good show, follow my buddy Chris at Chris James Comic on Instagram. And also, ladies, uh, if you like what you hear, DM him. We're all about shooting your shot. DM my buddy. He's great. Couldn't recommend a better person, honestly. So, uh, But right before we get to the episode, guys, uh, if you want to support the show, there are two ways you can support the show. One, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or now Spotify. You also can leave us a review. That helps out the show. Just give us a rating. Write a few things. Even if you hate the show, give us five stars. Tell me what you think in the reviews. I read the reviews. So let me know what you're really thinking over there. And uh, the other way you can support us is joining the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. You're going to get extra episodes, extra behind the scenes content. And also you get a vote and a say in what goes on on the show. Uh, we're having some fun in the discussion there. And if you want a Patreon preview, uh, just listen at the very end. I'm throwing on Patreon previews on these episodes. So you can get a little taste of what we got going on back there. So patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. If you want to support the show, I really appreciate it. So without further ado, uh, let's get to the episode. My buddy, Chris, enjoy. You might have seen his recent dry bar comedy special or perform at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Uh, the very funny, my good friend, Chris James. Hello, everybody. Woo-woo. Welcome Ooh. to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So nice to have you back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> very good accents. I, I approve. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what better man to have than Chris James from over the pond? Uh, no. From across the pond, uh, talking with me about a Matthew Hussey video. 
Okay, Matthew Hussey. I've never seen him before. Okay, well, other dating experts, right? Mm-hmm. Or therapists, relationship advice people. A lot of them do not like this man or agree with some of what he says. Okay. And they think just because he has this accent, that's why people listen to him. Yeah, that's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen to us. Okay, well, having your accent, Chris, <laughs> have you ever felt it gives you an up when it comes to dating? Uh, some I, I hear it. Only if a girl says it, but if a girl doesn't say that, no. But if a girl says, oh, I really find your accent sexy, then I'm like, okay, it's doing its work. Or you're like, I should talk more. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I should talk a lot. <laughs> I'll order for both of us. Yes. <laughs> totally do to you. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the video we're doing today hmm. is called 11 Signs He's Serious About You. So, as always, I love having a male opinion here to see if they agree with this advice from a man for women, okay? Okay. Uh, but honestly, a lot of these, I think, gender neutral. Of It's 11 signs if anybody was doing these things. I think it, uh, a lot of them do show it means someone really is into you, really cares about you, wants to be with you. Okay. So can I ask you before we do the video? Oh, yes. What's something you feel like you only do when you're into somebody? I spend more money on them. <laughs> That's the most basic, but I understand thing you could say. Yeah, what else would I do? I think um, that's most men. I feel yeah. like I can judge how much a guy's into me literally just based on where he is taking me for dates. Exactly. Like first couple dates, I don't expect anything fancy, especially if it's a, a dating app. It's like, okay, we're just meeting for the first time. Like, uh, you know, what person on a dating app that's going on a lot of dates is going to be shelling out a ton of cash. Yeah, that's a second date. Usually the second date is when I, if I know I really like them, it's just usually the second date, I'll try and like do something a bit more thoughtful. Okay. But the first date is usually a coffee shop or something like that. It's not. Just a drink. Just, a, a, drink. just a drink or, yeah, usually a drink or, yeah, usually a drink, coffee, just a, one drink, a drink, coffee, nothing. But then I'd go to eat the next time. If it went really well, if the drink went really well, then we'll go somewhere to eat. Well, that's reasonable. I mean, it's risky to agree to a whole meal with somebody. Yeah, because then I had a whole drink with them. <laughs> a, whole, yeah, a, whole, a whole 12 ounces, baby. That's, every ounce counts. <laughs> if you get, we get to two drinks, and then, and then I, I know by that time. Oh, my God. Call really the like, priest. Two yeah. drinks. <laughs> two drinks. Two drink. I drink slow, so, you know. <laughs> because <laughs> if I drink too fast then you're spending money real quick yeah <laughs> that's where that accent comes in handy take him, take him for a nice tea oh I thought it'd be cute if we got tea that's why I like a dessert date not a lot of money just something different than a drink like at a bar yeah dessert and also date. usually pretty cheap yeah cheap easy you can walk around get some ice cream do you know what's crazy I, I usually do my my first dates in the daytime okay here's the question though hmm. do you feel like you do that when you are actually looking to really date, meet someone, and be more in a committed relationship, versus if you just want to have fun casually. Date. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because so I want the lady to know that a I'm not just trying to smash. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that she already knows if I've su- if I've suggested let's do an afternoon tea thing, then they're like, oh, afternoon tea. Yeah, that's different. Well, a lot of guys scoff at if you want to do a coffee afternoon. They're kind of like, ugh. And I could tell like their excitement completely dwindles. Yeah. And you don't know, is this because you are definitely not getting laid? 
Well, sometimes I always think that if a girl said, and it also it weeds out someone who loves to drink a lot. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not really attracted to girls who love to drink a lot. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker so either. So if someone's a really big drinker and I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting to you, yeah. they're going to go, oh. And then already we're like, okay, that, I guess this mm-hmm. isn't happening. It's interesting though, because many dating experts, actually Logan Yuri that we interviewed on the show, mm. she posted this thing about like, let's not do coffee dates anymore. It feels too interviewee. But she's a big component of have a quick FaceTime before you meet. That's good too. But to me, that's the same thing as getting a coffee. Right. It's short. It is kind of more interviewee, but I get mm. it of like, you can be in like better lighting or you could do it at night. So it just doesn't feel like this mm-hmm. midday rush. But honestly, especially you're a comedian too. A lot of times, like if someone wants to date me on a weekend, I'm like, I got the day free. I don't have the night free. Yeah. Like I did do a drink before a show recently and I felt really rushed. Like I had to keep checking my phone. And then also I had two drinks too quickly that I was like, oh, I feel a little tipsy going to my show. And I didn't like that. Mm. And then and then they want to come to the show with you. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Type of thing. Uh, what would you say is something, though, I guess, that doesn't have to do with money that you feel like really is you care for someone and you're like going above and beyond? It's, it's, it's more like a planned thing. So we'll do a hike and then we'll go and do something else or we'll go for a picnic and then we go to a movie it something like that. It'd have to be more than one thing. It, we, we'll do one thing, then we go to the farmer's market, mm. and then we'll go look around the farmer's market, and then maybe we'll go somewhere else, we'll go down the record store or whatever, just go to different spots. Interesting. So for you, I feel like it's time and money. Time and money. You get more of my time, and you get more of my money. You get more, Which more makes time sense. and more money, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what you just described to me is, I feel like, quote, the relationship dream. It's the, like, who do you want to spend all day on a Saturday with. And it's someone you can do different things with, like a variety of things. Yeah. If I know it's now it's not about it's not just about it's not just about what we do, it's about you. Because mm. I can do anything with you if I really like you. Yeah. I can go to the library, it'll be fun. I can mm. go to Starbucks, it'll be fun. So if I'm done about three different activities with you and we had a great time in all those three different situations, then I'm like, this is a keeper. Oh, okay. It's nice to know that men think that way. Women for sure do. Yeah. Well, men do think that way, but I think a lot of the times they're thinking about the shortcomings literally is like, they're thinking about their short, like they're thinking about smashing a lot of the time. Short term. Short term. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Looking about short term rewards. Yeah. Now as an older man, (laughs) (laughs) now I need to think about a bit more long term. Okay. I should have thought a long term a long time ago. <laughs> we're here now. <laughs> so, hey, we make progress. We can change. Yeah. So now it's time. I think I risk really time. I need to change mm. because, you know, not getting any younger, getting a bit long in the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got that salt and pepper. You're looking good. Yeah, but you look, you look good. Chris. I, I need to keep it salt because soon it's going to be all salt. You yeah. Know? And I, I don't want to wait till no, then. No, it's going to be snow. That's it's going to be snow. Yeah, it's snow. It's not salt anymore. That's snow, baby. Uh, okay, question now. What's something uh, you do in relationships that you really don't like doing? Um, what do I hate doing? Shopping. Oh, like clothes shopping? Yeah, clothes shopping. In a relationship, if, if it's like a lot, if it's long, if, if it's too long. Mm, like their shopping, not you. 
Yeah, they're shopping. Oh, yeah. you gotta like hold the purse. I've game. Got to, yeah, I've got to sit around, watch them try stuff, and you're like, "Can you get me this?" I'm like, Ugh. But then I don't mind it if it's for me though. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I've shopped with you. Yeah, that's fun. I hope you pick out clothes. That's fun. I didn't think you hated shopping. But I hate it if, if like, because I do. I used to have to do it with my sisters and my mum. So I used to like hate that. So funny. Yeah. 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 See, I would be annoyed shopping if they weren't taking like my opinion into account. Then I would feel like, why am I here? Uh, like if you were just going to buy what you wanted to buy, you mm. could have done this by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, especially if they were taking a long time. I agree with you. Mm. But I'm a I'm a quick shopper. Yeah, yeah. I don't, as long as it's not too long, uh, I wouldn't mind it so much. But right. shopping's not my favorite thing. I don't mind going to farmers markets and stuff like that. Well, browsing. you like to cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you were going to say. What you do yeah. if you really like someone is cook for them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you. Are, I don't know why that slipped my mind. Yes, the cooking. Yeah, you're a cooker. The cooking, which I think is very sweet. Very. Yeah, nice. I love to cook for a lady. Yeah. Now, when you cook, though, do you like if the woman is involved with you, or is it like, no, 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 you relax, let me do the work? You know what? I like it when the woman's involved too. You do. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind it if if she likes if she only if she feels that she she's enjoying it. Not as yeah, opposed yeah, to, yeah. you know, she looks like, oh yeah, I, I would love to do this with you. Then yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd love to do this with you too. Yeah. It's yeah. like giving head. Nobody wants it when they're not into it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, kind <laughs> 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 of ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you worried about For you being uncomfortable doing podcasts, you're doing great. Oh, God. Truly. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. We're going to take some pressure off you. Okay. Cool. Thank your, you. Your questions are done. We'll get to the video now. <laughs> Okay, nice little warm up into our video. Okay, we're we're in this together. Okay, all right. So, eleven signs he's serious about you, uh, Matthew Hussey. Let's see what he says. Number one, he brags about you in front of other people. It's a particular kind of compliment, isn't it? When someone doesn't just compliment you in private, but they do it in front of others, their friends, their family, strangers that you just met together. It shows a particular kind of respect and admiration. So if he starts bigging you up in front of other people, that's a pretty lovely sign. I think what this also correlates to that I would say mm. is he shares you on social media. I think it's a form about bragging about you. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Like both with, I've seen people post nice things about their significant others of just like, mm. oh, this, you know, my favorite lady got a promotion or even just like, it's their birthday. Uh, or just straight up showing a picture that's the two of you and like, look at my girl, she looks good, you know? Yeah, I feel I, like that's one version of it. The yeah. version he's talking about is like literally bragging about them and like right in front of you of like, oh, you know, if I was a dentist being like, oh, you should go see my wife. She's great. Like just something like that of like, I have the confidence in my yeah. wife that she would be a great dentist for you or whatever it is that the wife yeah. does. There's different levels of it for sure. Um, I think social media is one of them, but a lot of people do it on social media. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think social media. I think family. Yeah, I think family. If you if you're talking about her to your family or him to your family, I think that's a very big step in the, into someone saying that they're taking you seriously. Yeah, friends is one thing, mm. but family. That's that. There's risks involved with the family. Yeah, but at least they like know you exist. I feel like it's a big compliment. Yeah, but also there's a the whole thing of, you know, what if they don't approve? 
if your friends if your friends don't approve you can yeah whatever you know Mm. but if if your family doesn't approve that can that can culturally that could really depending on what you know your culture is and how what the stakes are that could be you know or even how traditional they are because they'd be like oh you know then potentially this could be someone who's coming into the family. Right, 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 right. So it will help your level of seriousness, it, I think. Yeah, with it, adds, it adds a bar, uh, it ups the ante a little bit. I think it's telling if, because uh, I've had that of like, I've dated people where I was like, oh, no, I am not bringing them home to my family. Because mm. I knew in my head, like, I'm not marrying this person. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, I don't want to hear it from my family they'd be like this guy and i'd be like well not really this guy you know mm-hmm. i didn't want to justify it i guess okay so one he's one for one on the reasons we agree with that one yes the brit's doing okay <laughs> the homie my homie's doing good okay all right all right number two number two number two he's willing to mix your lives in a way that might be inconvenient to him whether it's going to see your friends in a different part of town or going to something that your family wants you to go to, things that ordinarily might seem like sacrifices, but he doesn't treat them as sacrifices. Instead, he just sees them as things that will make you happy and therefore it makes him happy to do them. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Have you ever heard this? There's a saying we talked about on the pod before. who whoever's apartment you you go to more and spend more time at is the person that has the quote power of the relationship mm. would you agree with that yeah it i do because one relationship i was in it started off in my <laughs> my place when it got <laughs> to then? her place oh a whole situation started changing really yeah i think it's very telling when someone uh the dynamic is kind of flaky when it comes to like coming to your neighborhood I just think it's a sign that they, they're not that into you. If they're not willing to be like, oh, yeah, you came to, you know, you came to me last time. I'll come to your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a very yeah. New York and L.A. thing, I feel like. Like most other areas, you, you have to drive wherever you go. Mm. That it's not usually an hour, at least. But, I mean, I think it's I think it's telling. of Inconvenience of neighborhoods, I think, is a big one. And then, like you said, inconvenience of events or things to go to. Mm. All right. Uh, number three. Your happiness is more important to him than his tastes. He buys you tickets to that Celine Dion concert that you really want to go to. But the two tickets are for you and him, not you and your friend. He's willing to go see Celine. Or he listens to your music in the car. He's right about that too. But then not necessarily. Some some people, like... If I if I really don't like something, if I don't really don't want to watch a movie, yeah, and I'm now the only reason I'm watching a movie that is because you really really like it. I don't know if I'm willing to put myself through a movie. Funny, I feel like a movie's easier than like a concert because like you don't have to like spend money. Like if it's just like you know on Hulu or Netflix. Yeah, there's certain things like movies. I love movies, but I feel like a movie mm. is something you can easily like compromise and just find a movie. You both want to watch. But oh, that's yeah. something women often do. Like yeah, the Marvel yeah. movies and shit. It's yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of us are like, all right, yeah, we're not really into this. But mm. but I, I would agree with you. I think this one is iffy. It was kind of vague of it's like, you know, I think in relationships, like both of you should be your own people and you should have some stuff that's like your thing or that you're into. Mm. But your partner does not also have to be into. Yeah. I like agree. for me, it would be hiking. If I dated someone that loved hiking, I'd be like, listen, I will hike 
sometimes. Hmm. But if you want someone that's going to go with you every weekend and wake up early and go to whatever new mountain, I'm not your gal. Hmm. Like if that's really what you want from your partner, it's not going to be me. I'm yeah. going to be miserable doing that. Yeah. I, I think as long as it's an, not an ultimate, that person has to do that all the time, then it's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll make a compromise every now and again. Yeah. But, also his hmm. concert example. Hmm. If you, we talked about this actually on our episode with Nathan McIntosh mm. about mm. gifts. And he was like, if you want to get me tickets to something that you don't like, but you know I love, mm. the best move is giving two tickets to be like you and take someone else who's a fan. Yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't, yeah. Have I, I don't want to drag someone to a concert they don't want to see. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm the only one singing and dancing and they're like sitting in the seat. Yeah, I agree. That's not fun. Yeah. So we're, I'd say we're one and two. I mean, sorry, two and one. He's doing all right. Two and one, two out of, two out of three. That one I'd say iffy, a little vague. Number four, he's willing to adjust the temperature of his house, which as Jameson will tell you, I didn't do for years. Temperature of the house. Can I say this? Hmm. That's my grandfather. Wow. That's like a, you don't touch the thermostat. And if he's, yeah. my grandmother was the only one that would be like, Cosmo, it's cold, raise it. And he would. Nah, that's the only thing I won't compromise. <laughs> oh, then you won't compromise? <laughs> Someone's either... Wait. F- it's not going to be me, it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So you you agree that if so, a guy does that, he's very into you, but you're like, I would never. I would never. Hilarious. I would never compromise me being cold. Never. Yeah, not to throw shade at you, Chris, but when he when he said this, I was like, this isn't this feels like an old man thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I like, this reminds me of my grandfather and my dad. That's my biggest nightmare is having cold toes. I want to be going oh, you want it up. Cold toes. I think temperature of the place you're in, mm. I think is a big thing in compatibility. Specifically sleeping. Like if you always have to share a bed with someone and they like sleeping in the hot like heat, mm. I don't. That uh, I'm not going to sleep. I just got to be cozy. All right. Uh, number five. Number five. He plans a trip with you months in advance. Anyone can take you away for the weekend this weekend. But for someone to actually say, let's plan a trip for a few months from now, you know, at the very least, they're planning on being with you longer. They're actually looking at investing and building something in the meantime. All right. So basically he's saying someone that can do just a weekend trip, he does not put a lot of emphasis on. Not not impressive. You shouldn't be that impressed. I think that's impressive too. I think it is impressive, but I understand what he's saying of, I think, last minute weekend trip. Oh, something. Like yeah. his specific example, he's saying months in advance. It's like, of course, because they're basically saying, I at least see us together for, you know, four months from now. Right. right. And that's also why weddings are a big thing. It's mm. like, I got an RSVP you know, two, three months before a mm. uh, situation. Um, but I, I would agree with you. I think I think a weekend trip does show someone is into you. Yeah, big time. Spend a whole weekend with somebody. Ugh. It's also very telling. It's a good relationship test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't spend a weekend with just anybody. Have you ever spent a weekend with someone and then we're like, we got to break up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did actually. Like away or just even just a whole weekend? Well, they stayed with me for like a, uh, they stayed, because this girl that I used to hook up with, we used to hook up and then she'd go, go away or whatever. Yeah. And then she, I think she stayed with me for like, uh, the, the, the whole, the morning and the afternoon. By the afternoon, I was just like, nah, man, Mm. 
I don't. If I had to spend a weekend with this girl, I'd, I'd blow my brains out. Uh, so my ex, there mm. was only one time we spent a full weekend together: Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Mm. Uh, and that was two weeks before we broke up. Wow. And I remember on that weekend, like having like a little tiff, a little like fight or irritation with him. Uh, but it was that weekend that I kind of was like, you're not marrying this guy. Mm. And it was just interesting how eye opening it was of just the consistent amount of time together. Yeah. You can have a situation with somebody where you, you just, you meet them in short spurts mm -hmm. for almost a year even. Mm -hmm. And then there's one time where that person decides to stay the day, the next day, the morning over and stay the whole next day. And you're just like, I actually don't like this person <laughs> longer yeah. than, you know but what that's, I mean? It's, I mean, it's either going to make you fall in love or fall out of love. Right, what I feel right. like it's the same thing with living with people. Right. A lot of people move in together and then a couple months later, they're like, oh, I got to get out of this. Mm. This is bad news. Yeah. Um, I had someone, yeah, I, uh, uh, kind of have been seeing and ended up staying the night and it was a snowstorm the next day and it was very like oh stay like we'll just hang out for a bit like wait for stuff to clear up uh but i had a really nice time hanging out and it made me be like oh i think i'm into this guy mm, you know yeah yeah yeah. a little more comfort in it okay uh next one number six Number six, he respects the things that are important to you. I was, I do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and there was a woman in this class who had just got her black belt. And when someone gets their black belt, they get to give a speech. And it was very beautiful because while she was giving her speech, all of us were lined up listening and her husband was off to the side of the mat, watching with their dog in his arms and just, his eyes watering at watching this person he loves achieve this amazing thing. And there was something profoundly beautiful to me about that, that he both respected, respected and admired her for something that mattered to her. I, I agree to some degree. Uh, when I first started doing stand-up, the girl that I was with came to every horrible open mic with me. Mm. and she didn't she actually thought I was terrible and, I mean you're new yeah and so the one time I recorded some I recorded like a little CD thing and uh, she goes wow she goes you're actually quite funny now I said wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> damn I said, okay I said you didn't think I was funny before she goes no but you needed the encouragement and, okay. I was, and so the fact that she was you know she took the time and effort to just be there yeah going even when she kind of didn't wasn't into it but she became more into it as it got better or or also just was understanding of like was, yeah you're brand new mm, you're not and how much kill it right away and how much it meant to me you know? yeah open mics that's a yeah. damn ass bitch she she put her i didn't like being put for it so and i and she didn't so i brought her along and she had to be put for it too she would do the mic no, no, she just watch it. Oh, okay. And then oh, put through it. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, what put through it. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. And she'd complain, say, oh, that guy was disgusting. Oh, that guy was horrible. But then she was like, but she never said, oh, you were terrible. But inside, nah. her, but inside her head, she must have been like, but oh, Chris was bad too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's a big thing for men, though. That's, a, that's actually a big one for men. This is like, you know, signs he's serious about you. But that is a huge thing for men is supporting their dreams mm. and believing that they can do what they want to do. Yeah. But I would say for anybody, that's big for me. If someone was kind of like, All right, when, how long are you going to do this comedy thing? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not up to you. That's my decision. I, you know what? I'd, I I want to be, 
I want to be as excited, really excited about what they do. If I'm right. not excited about what they do, I think for me, that's very difficult to be with that person. And I can't fake it. But you should. So this is something that it's like, uh, you know, respecting their interests, right? Is what it said. Mm. Uh, you should respect anybody's interests. Like mm. respect is just not putting people down for whatever they do and like to do. Yeah, but I almost want to be naturally into what they do. Okay, number seven. Number seven, the fights have less ultimatums. You know that when you're in the beginning with someone and just sort of every fight is relationship threatening. Every, it doesn't matter what you argue about. It's always a question in that moment of, is this all too much? Is this worth it? Are we really, maybe, I, maybe I'll just storm out and never come back. Well, hopefully over time, the threats on the relationship become less. You don't walk away so easily. And in fact, someone who's serious about you has a desire to make up with you quicker because the health of the relationship is paramount to them. And simply walking off and being at odds with you and having the problems of the relationship fester becomes a less and less viable option. All right. I don't agree with this one. I don't think any fights should have ultimatums in the fight. Hmm, yeah. But I agree with the first couple disagreements you have in a relationship are maybe more anxiety inducing that you feel like, oh, if we don't we can't come to an agreement on this, we're probably breaking up. Yeah, there's there, there's I always can tell by the first fight if it's by the first fight, if this is the type of woman that is going to work with me or not. Ooh, how so like how they fight because it is a compatibility. Thing. It's how they fight. Yeah, mm. It's how they resolve or how they come to resolving stuff. If they are, if they they're the type of person goes from zero to a hundred very quickly, that's not the type of girl that I don't think I don't think I can work with that person. But if they take time, mm -hmm. and before they get to a hundred, then if there's more back and forth before they get to a hundred, I can work with that person. Yeah. But if they go from zero to a hundred right off the bat, I can't do that. That means that person's not a listener. They're just strict emotion. Or it's like, I want to win the argument. Yeah. Is what it feels like. It's, yeah. It's either of those or both. Yeah. Because I mean, I've only seen you get heated maybe like twice in our whole friendship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I fucked up, I got in trouble with Chris. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, he's mad. <laughs> okay. Uh, number eight. Number eight, his friends teasing him about how in love he is, how much he's investing in the relationship, how much time he's not spending with them is no longer something that affects him in the same way as it would have before. It's not his kryptonite anymore. He's not made weaker by these teasings of his bros. When we're happy and when we feel like I know this is right. We're not, A, weakened by the comments that in relationships where we were less certain of our own decision, we would have been affected by. They would have needled us. Not because someone was so important necessarily, but because it struck an uncertainty that we already had. Hmm. 
that's almost like when someone says, uh, oh, you know, uh, I'm not, if you say, oh, this is my girlfriend or she's cute, you know, and they were like, mm, I don't like her. Or I don't like that smile or whatever. It's like, mm, I don't care. I still like her. Is that always, he, is that always coming from with that? Yeah, basically. Mm. Like you don't, I think he means you're, they're less likely to be influenced by their friends, like mm. poking fun at who they're dating. Yeah. yeah. But it, what I assume, cause this would be true for me. Mm. If I like someone and I'm with someone and you poke fun at that person, it actually makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm almost kind of like, don't be treating this guy like he's just some guy I'm hooking up with. Mm. Like he matters to me. Right. And it's kind of disrespectful of like, I, if I knew his friends were talking about me that way and he kind of was just like, yeah, whatever. Mm. I'd be a little like, you know, that's kind of fucked up. Like I'm your girl, mm. you know? Like yeah, I think yeah. I, I, it's like we all ball bust our friends. Like I, mm. I was, <laughs> I was on sports teams for years and it was, it was like, no matter who you dated, you'd get your balls busted. Mm. about them right mm. but that's why it was so telling of like that meant you really liked someone when you brought them around the team because mm. you knew you're like i know i'm gonna get my balls busted mm. like a little bit like there's you know the fun mm. stuff but it's like yeah if so i was really with someone and you like poked fun of them at something mm. and it almost would feel like i can poke fun of them for that because they're my man but mm. you can't yeah 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 that makes sense like i would feel that way like with like my brother yeah like hey i can make fun of my brother for being this way but you yeah, you don't have the right weird. to yeah yeah you're right yeah i'm very i think i'm very protective with yeah you're more prote- you're more protective yeah. in that way when you've been when you like that person a lot right yeah you do have a you do you will protect them even if they're even if your girl's not there or your man's not there you'd protect them you'd have to put your friends straight say wait 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 no no i really like this girl yeah like especially with guys i feel like there's kind of like quote locker room talk a bit yeah yeah that too that it's kind of like hey no this is my girl this isn't some hoe i'm hooking up with yeah yeah so that was the part i was like actually i think Mm. you would be more bothered by it if you liked me yeah that's 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 a big one that's a big one actually yeah because i've had the opposite if i was mm. dating someone and mm. then it got back to me that mm. to his friend he was like nah now nah, we're just hooking up like you know me it was like mr cool guy mm. like i was just some hoe and that really bothered me and mm. hurt me and it was after we broke up but i was just like oh is that really how it is mm. like fuck you you know like yeah, yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. if i was dating him i would have dumped him if i yeah. found that out i would have yeah. been like no that's so disrespectful to me. Yeah. Because I know when I'm being a hoe. Okay? <laughs> I know when I'm hoeing it up and I wasn't with you. We exchanged Christmas gifts. Okay? That's not some hoe shit. That's some wifey shit. Okay? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I cooked for you. <laughs> yeah. That's that's um, that's very hurtful too because if you've if you feel that you've been doing very meaningful stuff for that person that has just taken it for granted. That's yeah, nice. that's another level that's of it. Very helpful. Mm. Number nine. Number nine, when he stops worrying so much about missing out on other plans because he's happiest when he's spending time with you. FOMO becomes FOMO. Oliver Berkman talks about the problem of FOMO in his book, 4,000 Weeks, where he talks about this idea that we're all worried about missing out on things. And by definition, we are always missing out on everything all the time. And when someone's not particularly happy in a situation or when they've got one foot out of the door, they're, in, they're acutely aware 
of all of the things that they're missing out on in that moment. The party that their friends invited them to, the, tr the boys trip that they could have gone on, the family event that's happening, or just the myriad things that he could be doing that aren't being with you in this moment. But that fear of I'm missing out on everything becomes irrelevant in the context of someone that you're building something with, someone that makes you happiest when you're with them. The everything becomes the feeling that you have when you're with them. So you're no longer searching for the everything that's on the outside. Hmm. Yeah, that's actually perfect. I like that one the most, one of the ones that I like. Have you felt that? Like you like didn't really care that your friends were going out and you couldn't go? Mm -hmm. Yep, I'd be like, I'm actually thinking, oh, I'm glad I don't have to get all ready to go out to a club and do all that stuff. When mm, okay. I've, I've, I'm already, they're chasing what I already have at home now. They're, ch they're chasing. That's what they're chasing. Yeah, but do you feel like you feel that just now because you're actually looking to like be in a relationship? When you were younger, would you feel this like, oh, uh, what's going out? Yeah, definitely. No, not in my 20s. Hell yeah. No. In my 20s, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but as you get older, you seem the, you like the comforts more of just like knowing who you're with and being happy with them and all that stuff. So as, as an older person, you, you kind of appreciate different things. Yeah, I feel like it's partly a, what phase you're at in life mm -hmm. of like, I'm, I'm extroverted. I love going out with my friends, but I'm like, I don't need to be at the bar till close. Mm. Like, I'm like, all right, I'll go out. We'll have a few drinks. We'll catch yeah. up. Like, yeah, well, maybe I'll talk to some guys. Mm. But like, I don't got to be here till 2 a.m. Like, I don't think, I don't mm. think if I leave at midnight that, oh, my husband, my husband came in drunk at 2 a.m. Like, yeah, you missed yeah. it, Erica. You know, I don't, I don't have that feeling. But again, it's also, we're both not big drinkers. So it makes sense. What about like spots? Like a really good spot. Mm, do you think that makes me have like FOMO? Yeah. I have I I more have the reverse FOMO I feel like mm. of uh doing what we do. There are times that it's like okay I have work and I'm grateful for this work, uh, but it does suck sometimes that it's like I have to do it on a weekend. Mm. That or that's like where I get paid more money. Yeah. So it's like listen I got a couple spots I can't just cancel all the time. That it it does suck if you know someone even if that wasn't my boyfriend just asked me out that I'm really excited to go out with for another time, mm. and I'm just like ah I can't Friday. Uh, I can't Saturday. Mm. Like if they keep only asking you the nights that you can't, mm. it does suck. Yeah. And I have, I have like the reverse FOMO. I'm like, I love this. I love mm. doing what I do. And, and I wish I could have both. Yes. Situation. Yeah. That's how I feel. The the date, that's why the dating thing, if you're going on a date, then I start thinking about, oh, I could have done a spot. But <laughs> huh. it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a bad date, I was like, oh, that's when I start thinking about these things. Yeah. But that's also shows when mm. you are really into somebody, I don't mm. mind taking a night off here mm. and there to yeah. just be with them. Yeah. I'm not, when I'm with them, I don't, I don't have that FOMO of the spot. Mm. And I only ever had that for the first time with my ex. And that was when I was like, oh, I really like this guy. Mm. That if I take a Sunday night off just to like chill with him all day Sunday, it's like, oh, I really like you. Mm. That I'm not even worried about like um, missing spots. Yes. Yes. I like, yeah, I like this one. Well, this one I like the most. Yeah. I, I relate to it a lot. Number 10, he starts collecting mementos from your time together. Could be a trip you went on, it could be an evening you had together where they gave you something in a restaurant, but these little knickknacks that are the 
milestones of your relationship he keeps because it matters. It becomes part of the fabric, the history of your relationship together. Not everyone is sentimental like this, but you know what it's like when you care about someone, you're more likely to hold on to something as a symbol of your time with that person as something that reminds you of that person or a time in the relationship. If he starts getting sentimental about things from your relationship together, that counts for something. Wow, that's actually very revealing. I never, I never, I, ne I never thought about this before. Really? I've never thought about this before. And the minute he said that, it walked back to one woman in my life. I was gonna say, is there something you kept that it made you think I kept. Of? What'd you keep? It's a jug. What's a jug? Uh, a jug. Oh, a jug. Like a mug? Like a mug. Like yeah. a coffee mug? It's a coffee mug. But it was a coffee mug. And my ex-girlfriend, she had, uh, it was for my birthday, but she had baked, she had painted on the cup um, all the things that I love. You know, okay. and it's just like, it's like I had a microphone for the stand up and then it had, cause I just learned how to type cause I was trying to do a script thing. She, 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 she made all these little contributions and then she baked, she baked all these little paintings that she did on the, around the cup and things that meant to me. All my, she, I think so she, a handmade ceramic mug. Uh, what that's she what she did. Yeah. yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you. She did a handmade ceramic mug. And even when we broke up, I, that's the only thing from an ex-girlfriend that, that I've that I've kept for, uh, as a memento. I don't memento. Was it memento? memento? Yeah, memento. Sorry. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I've kept. I don't think I've kept anything else other than pictures, photographs. But yeah. Yes, but this is the only object that mm. I've had from any girl that I've dated that I will not get rid of because it meant so that made much. it with you through the move. Made it with through all the moves. When you moved New York to LA, all you brought the this moves. Mug. I've still got this mug. You should call her. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I still have it. That's very, that's very sweet. It's really, it's really, uh, and I, do you know if I lost it or something, it would really affect me. Yeah, it's a, just a nice, I feel like you just feel like that woman really cared, person really cared about she me. She cared a lot about me. knew mm. me well. Yeah, she knew me very well. She cared a lot about me. And it said a lot about her. The whole, the thought of it yeah, said a lot about her. it's a her. very thoughtful gift. Yeah. Not a money gift, it's a thoughtful. It's a very thoughtful gift. Time gift. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Because this has come up, uh, I've seen people talk about this of dating someone and they have like let's say they have like a box of little mementos of past relationships does that at all irk you or make you feel like or are they not over those people oh man that's a tough one because i think about this often too because i how comfortable would i be if i'm with somebody new would I be ready to let that, I might, I might actually be ready to let that go. Because I was going to say, yeah, what if some girl, that's a different scenario. What if some mm. girl sees all this stuff and it's like, what, what's this ugly mug that yeah. you have? Like, what, we're getting new mugs, like you're getting an apartment with somebody. Yeah, like, see, you know, at, that, at that point, I probably would have been ready to let go. Mm. So you wouldn't, if someone said to you like, yeah, I think it's just weird that we have like some stuff from your ex. Um, you would be like, all right, I'll get rid of it. Actually, you know, I'd say, you know what, I understand it. Mm -hmm. But for the longest, I've had it all this time, and it, it's because it meant so much at the time. And yeah. I don't know. I I could say to myself, mm, I'm, not, I'm not ready to get rid of it, but I would part with it if I've met someone, yeah, who's new and I'm really thinking about this is it. Do you know? But the thing is, the cool thing is, you don't have to have the physical thing. You can always take a picture of it and just have it. 
That is true with the digital yeah. age. Yeah. That's the same thing with, especially mm. if you have a, uh, oh yeah, like if you have like cards or stuff from people. Mm. I've done that of, I have a drawer of cards I've saved from uh, like family mm. members and friends. Like I'm, I'm a card person. And if mm. you write me a nice note on a card, I keep it. Mm. Situation. Uh, like my good friend Iris, I have my birthday card from her like every year. Mm. That last time I moved, I went through my big box of cards and I had a bunch I was just saving. And then I was like, okay, there's nothing written here. But I was like, oh, I could take pictures of these and like put them in a file. Mm. And I'm actually more likely to go look at that file than like go look at the drawer. And some things are not for you. Yeah. Some things should be just for that person. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying people should read it, but I'm imagining like if someone wrote you a nice letter and it's like I get like a physical box of stuff like in the home you share with someone kind of being like, all right, can you like get rid of this stuff like it's from your ex? Mm. Especially if it's not like a piece of jewelry that it's like, yeah, you got a nice piece of jewelry. Don't throw that out. That's money. Mm, you know, mm, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think jewelry is less weird. I don't know. As a mm. man, what would you feel? Do you know what's funny? I, I went, I went to the to bed with uh, one of my exes, and we were lying down, and she had a t-shirt, but it's like a man's jersey. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I was like, where'd you get that jersey from? I was like, oh, I was on exes. I'm like. <laughs> really? I'm like, we why? all have that. I'm like, why? Why are you wearing your ex's jersey? She goes, but I'm not dating him anymore. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Funny. Okay. So, no, that's so interesting because I would think a t-shirt, a dude wouldn't really care. It's a t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I have t-shirts from men that I just hooked up with. I wasn't even dating. Then mm. it was like, I was leaving their house. So I wore whatever that night. Then mm. it was like, yeah, I threw on a t-shirt. Like instead of my like, you know, hot shirt from the night before. That it like makes sense to me that um, every woman for sure has pieces of clothing. Yeah, but I'm lying. I've got my head lying on her. I know. And I mean, just like, wait a minute. That, that's I'm lying on some guy's t-shirt that she used funny. to be with. Funny. And I see. I just wouldn't think you'd care. And that's all I'm thinking about now. I'm just like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he looks uh, like he, he looks like he's a big guy. <laughs> Let me try that on. I want to pick. Now I'm trying to picture who this guy is or how funny. long ago. Who's the? Why are you wearing this t-shirt? I I get that you're, Do you still like him? Yeah. I get that you're laying with them and I get the idea, but just part of me is like, it's a shirt. Like, like it wasn't something sentimental they gave to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but we don't know that. True. That's, we that is interesting. That. Would we, that bother you? That bothers you more than jewelry? Yeah, she's sleeping in it. Not only is she sleeping mm. in it, she's sleeping in it with me. But jewelry, I could be wearing the jewelry on a date with you. But yeah, is the, it like. The jewelry is the same. But is jewelry, I feel like jewelry, I just wouldn't tell that it was from an ex. Yeah, so if, if, as long as what you don't know won't hurt you. Yeah, like but, I could lie about that, right? That's but, not being shady. Yeah, you can Yeah, you can lie about it, but as long as I don't find out, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> the bass engraved. <laughs> but, the, but the t-shirt thing, there's something about the t-shirt thing. Cause Interesting. I know, that's, I know that's definitely not a woman's t-shirt, so I'm just like, that is please tell me it's your dad's t-shirt. You know, you know what's they, funny? I have a bunch of t-shirts that I sleep in <laughs> that are my dad's. Yeah, that's fine. I wonder how many men have been sitting there stewing. <laughs> like, who, who's this double XL Syracuse shirt from? Who's <laughs> I have like gear of my dad's that was like from the 80s. It's like really cool shirts. That I uh, now I'm like, man, maybe that's why every dude would leave. You know like, what? If, this bitch. I'd be scared because those your dad's a big guy. Yeah. So I see those t-shirts. She's I'm dating like, oh, some man, basketball she's dating player. Some football, some basketball guy. NBA players coming through here. I got no shot. She got NBA dick around. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. All right, we got our very last one. Number that was 11. A good one. That was a good one. I okay. like that one. Number 11. His associations 
with commitment itself change. I know that for most of my life, it always felt like commitment was giving something up. It always felt like a sacrifice. There was always some glorification of the other, whatever the other may be, some idea of freedom, some idea of single life. But I remember thinking, with this person, I am ready to actually build something. I'm excited to build something. And with that, my entire associations around a relationship, around commitment, all the things that felt scary about commitment didn't feel scary, felt natural, felt like home. It doesn't feel like a sacrifice anymore. Instead, it feels like this is where I want to be. This is what I want to be doing. Our associations change. I'm not sacrificing something really exciting for this thing that's really good for me. The thing that's really good for me feels like the thing that's really exciting. Have you ever felt like commitment wasn't giving something up? I feel like for a lot of men, that is what being in a relationship feels like. Yeah, and I've, I've had problems with commitment issues. So um, I do feel like it feels like you're giving up something. But if you're with someone that you really want to be with, then it isn't. This is this kind of plays into like the if he wanted to, he would. Mm. Or the, uh, the classic like, oh, he's dragging his feet. It's like yeah, probably because he doesn't really want to do it. Want to do it, yeah. I mean, how do you feel? Uh, I don't, I've never been a commitment phobe. I just haven't found someone that wanted to commit to me too. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I, well, I, what's interesting is, uh, cause I've had this with men of like, you're in this exclusive period of, okay, we're only dating each other. We're not seeing other people. We're not sleeping with other people. You are basically my boyfriend, but I don't call you my boyfriend yet. And then just making the step from that exclusive land to you are my boyfriend. Guys get so weird about. And I've said to so many people like, yeah, just because you you officially are calling me your girlfriend doesn't mean you can't break up with me. Like we're already at the point in our relationship that you would have to break up with me, even though I don't have this title. But it means, but you know what? It means that you're no longer looking, even if whatever's in front of you is really attractive or potentially could be good for you. You have to be like, no. Well, now, you have to be like no to that when you're exclusive with me. You're not dating other. That's people. what I'm saying. So when you're in a commit, when you once you start, once you said right, this is a committed relationship. Now it's like, you, there's no potential of anything. You've met your, you're happy with what you have, and now it's about progression of building the relationship. Yeah, this is why I don't agree with this exclusive shit anymore. I'm not like I'm not going to do that anymore with anyone. Oh, really? Yeah, like if someone's like, "Let's only see each other," da da da. I'm going to go. Oh, so that means you're my boyfriend? If they're like, "No," I'm like, "Well, then I'm keeping my options open." No, there's no options. That's but you, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, exclusive yeah. is this weird land that you are supposed to be saying no to other people. Mm -hmm. But I think for men, that is exactly what you said. They still feel like, no, no, no. I don't have a hard wall up yet. I could still kind of flirt and entertain and, and maybe mm. follow this girl on Instagram that I met in a bar. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not taking yeah, her on a date, yeah. but I could keep her, you know, in, in the stands. Yeah. I feel that people don't know that the way they've been living their life for so many years, whether it's some subtle flirtations on Instagram and all that stuff, yeah. all that has to come to an end. Yeah. Flirting the people, guys will debate of like, why can't I just flirt? It's harmless. No, it's flirting. No. I, I I feel like Instagram DM flirting. Hell no. Yeah. Absolutely not. I don't yeah. want to know that that's happening. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I've never been commitment focused. I just always look like 
I mean, even marriage, it's like you can always leave. Mm. But I think maybe the difference is like me personally, I don't have fear of walking away from shit like that. Like I will not feel bad if I'm in a, I mean, I'll feel bad a little bit. I'm not a monster, but if I really try to make something work and at the end of the day, it's not working. I'm like, I got, we got to end this. Mm. Like, I'm not going to waste more of my time. Mm. And I think other people that have this fear of commitment a little bit, often it's because mm. the last time they committed and were in something, there was a long period of time that they knew they wanted to leave and they didn't. Mm. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like, especially if you've been with someone a couple years, there's this thing of like, yeah, you know, a lot of times those situations, people are like, yeah, no, like uh, for four months, I've felt like I should end it, but I waited. I kept waiting to see if it would turn around, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And also when you're fresh off a long relationship, you feel like the next person you call your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're immediately going to be with them for like four years. I think if you've been with someone for two years and you haven't figured that out yet, then you, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's, mm. this is often why my relationships don't last super long because mm. by... Yeah, four or five months. It's like, that's when I know. I'm like, I, do we really see a future with this person? And if the mm. answer is no, I don't stick around. Yeah, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. Thank you so good. much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I hope me. you had a great second podcast experience. You are a repeat guest. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. really a lot of fun. I told you. Yeah, I, know what I'm, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Don't worry. Good job. Uh, so everyone can follow Chris at Chris James Comic on and, Instagram. And DM me if you want a serious relationship. Yeah, hey, he's based in LA. We got female listeners. Listen, if you like black British men, hit up my boy Chris. I'm not scared of commitment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my recorder died while we were finishing recording. So I'm not sure where it got cut off, but follow him at Chris James Comic. See if he's coming near you. Definitely go see him live. And uh, if you want a Patreon preview, stay tuned. It's coming up next. So thank you guys so much for listening and talk to you next week. Was I a little disappointed if I shaved absolutely everything and wasn't bleeding anymore? A little bit. But uh, honestly, I was like, actually, this is kind of a nice little build up here. We got going. So, uh... I don't know. I just kind of left the whole thing being like, I wouldn't date this person, but I think this is the kind of person I should be with in general. Like this is, this is, I should marry someone that's very much like this person. And I have never had that feeling before of like, oh yeah, this, like I was like, yeah, I, I don't think I really have ever dated a very, nice guy like him it was really the perfect like fun night that i needed and i just was like this was so fun i feel a million times better this is great but what's really hard is not gonna lie the next night i was like really time to just be like i mean you want to do that again i mean i've been exhausted all day i was up till 4 a.m then i had to get up in the morning but like we should do that again you know maybe yeah if you want to hear the rest of this episode, join our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash shooters gotta shoot. We have almost a hundred extra episodes, really get the behind the scenes of the show. Uh come join us for five bucks a month.